You are listening to The Benchcast with your host, the man whose business is benching, Coach Ben. Hey guys, Coach Ben here, and you are listening to The Benchcast, the number one podcast if you want to increase your bench press. Head on over to BigBenches.com and check out the Better Benching Academy. It is the number one resource if you want to blow up your bench press, and you can get started today for only $9. Today's episode is a great one. This is a hot topic. This is something I get asked quite often. I get asked, Coach Ben, what is the best bar path for bench pressing? All right, There are many different theories out there in terms of should you press straight up and down because that really limits the distance traveled? Or should you aim to press back towards your shoulders? Or what is the appropriate answer here? Now, I want to first start off by saying there is a fantastic article on this exact topic written by Stronger by Science, Greg Knuckles. All right, and you can search that simply on Google. I will also attach a link in the show notes below so that you have that available to look at. It is a longer read, but that is the article that I will always go back to time and time to reference this subject. It is very well written. It is a ton of knowledge. There's a little spark notes at the beginning if you don't want to read through it all, if you're not a reader. All right, it is about, it says right there, eight to 15 minute read. Okay, but it is a fantastic article that really dives into the science of why the answer is what it is, okay? And I know from, you know, a a powerlifting perspective, Louis Simmons is someone, for instance, who has really kind of popularized the idea of pressing straight up and down because he'll say it's the shortest distance traveled, so why travel a longer distance when you could travel a shorter distance? And that makes sense, right? So I'm here to tell you my opinion on the matter agrees strongly with the article written by Greg Knuckles in which you want to press the bar back. And that's actually how I coach the bench press is that you'll hit your touch point, but then you immediately want to start getting the bar moving back. So what you're looking at is almost like a half V, for example. Okay, so you're coming down on a descent which shouldn't be on a huge angle because if you're very effective with being able to lock your scaps down into your hips and drag the bar out into position initially on the unrack, you're not having to travel down on much of an angle because you're not starting over your shoulders necessarily or you're not starting up near neck level, for example, or your collarbone. You are trying to drag your shoulder blades down right, so that anchor point the bar remains over your shoulder blades but again you're crunching your shoulder blades into your hips getting your upper back nice and strong so that bar is going to come out a bit so that initial descent and you'll see in the article too he references some of the top benchers from back in the day okay there's a lot of studies done and they analyze the bar path and you can see the descent is pretty similar across the board for all these benchers even the novice lifter that the scent is pretty drawn in stone the same way each time. Now, here's where the difference comes in, okay? On the ascent, when the bar is coming back up, the top-level lifters 
bar pats all came back pretty drastically on a greater angle than originally they came down on. Okay, they threw the back the bar back quickly. All right, got it positioned so that they could get that bar moving back up. So you'd see somewhat of a half V taking place there with a little curve there on the ascent. What you see with the novices, typically this goes true for lifters who just don't have an understanding of the technique yet. That bar ends up coming straight up or out in front of them a little bit, and it's almost like a V in the other direction. You know, so they don't they don't have anything under the bar per se to press it back. Okay, and the problem here with pressing the bar straight up or thinking about pressing the bar straight up is this article references it beautifully here. Uh, I'm taking this quote from this article. Okay, and this is in terms, this is describing pressing the bar back. This technique decreases total flexion demands at the shoulder with any given grip width. All right, think about if you were to press the bar straight up. Okay, when you're down there at your touch point, all right, where's that bar relative to your shoulders? Okay, that bar is probably at or near under uh, nipple line, right? Sternum, somewhat around that area, okay? Think about where that bar started. Okay, that bar didn't start that far out. Okay, so what you're actually doing is just further promoting that bar getting out in front of you. And that's going to make it very difficult on your shoulders to ever stabilize that weight. Because if you think about your arms just being straight up, you have a side view of the bench now. All right, your arms are locked out. Go down to your touch point. Okay, if that touch point is a good spot right around uh, your sternum, think about what would happen if you press the bar straight up. Well, now your hand and where the bar is would be out in front of your shoulder joint. Imagine trying to ever steady weight like that. That's like if you had a someone from behind unrack you and then they pushed you out too far towards your belly. Well, that bar is going to feel like it's going to fall on your belly, right? And that's exactly what kind of we're promoting there when we're saying press straight up and down. Okay, because you don't want to have too high of a touch point, especially if you're a shirted athlete. You don't want to touch in a high spot. You have to travel down, okay? But you don't want to press straight up because it's going to leave you in a bad spot where you're fighting with your shoulders to even get that bar back. And you can see in this article where these top-level lifters are all referenced, right, all those bars sent to come back. Okay, they are the best of best for a reason. That's because of that bar path. That's how you appropriately want to uh, uh, bench, how you want to have the bar path on the bench, okay? So, with that being said, having that bar path back, that being a critical thing, I don't think it's necessarily a bad train of thought to think about pressing straight up because I'll tell you what that does. Because a lot of times with newer lifters, what I do is I, I'll have, take out the bar, I'll tap on their sternum where I want them to actually bring the bar because you can easily see mechanically from a spotter's vantage where that ideal position is, where everything aligns well. I'll tap on the sternum and then I'll have them touch the bar to that spot so they get that feedback of where they should be aiming. And then I'll put my hands, I'll put my palms open where I want them to shoot the bar. And then pretty much for them it's just trying to push that bar towards the palms from where they are on the chest. Okay, it makes it very easy 
uh, clear-cut, drawn bar path there for them. So they don't even have to think about that. All right. So that is a technique that I like to utilize with lifters starting out so that they get the hang of pressing straight back. Now, I'll tell you what typically will happen is when lifters start pressing straight back, all right, they start pressing that bar path coming back, what they do is they let their back not get tight, all right, their back uh, loosens up, all right, what happens is their scaps will start to drift up the pad, and then they really end up swinging their elbows out and then just trying to grind through their shoulders. They're not holding back tightness while they press the bar. Now, why thinking about pressing the bar straight up is such a great cue, a good thing to think about, is because that will have that will help a lifter keep their back tight when they press. It goes back to that cue, press your body away from the bar. Don't try to press the bar away from your body. You want to wedge under the bar. All right. When you press, you want to think about keeping your scaps pinched and the press down just like you were originally while you go through the press too. So then it's a nice short stroke and then all you're doing is locking the triceps out. You're not over pressing through the bar. All right. So... I get the idea when someone says press the bar straight up to shortest distance. Well, the distance doesn't really matter because you're going to be at a mechanical disadvantage if you press straight up in reality. But that cue isn't necessarily bad for someone who really needs to hear something like that because that's going to keep them wedged under the bar per se. So if they're going too aggressive pressing back, this is something that is going to correct their bar path. But for someone who is already struggling pressing the bar away from themselves, keeping the bar out in front, that is not something that is going to be conducive for them to hear. So it really goes back from a coach's perspective, does this athlete actually need to hear this, okay, in terms of pressing straight up. But in reality, thinking about the mechanics of the lift, the best groove that you can take is bar path back, not straight up. The shortest distance thing does not apply because if you're pressing through a shorter distance but you're technically making the lift harder for yourself, that's not conducive. If you are traveling through a greater range, which is true, but you are putting yourself in better mechanical positions to actually lift the weight, that's going to be better off for you. All right, so I just wanted to touch on this hot subject here. I know this gets discussed quite often i get asked this quite often so i wanted to share my thoughts on the whole bar path discussion here and like i said i will post that article i'm referencing down in the notes below uh, so that you're able to go and read that i think that is a uh, great article that reference a lot of great studies so you could definitely understand the biomechanics of it all from reading that article and not to say it's the end-all be-all but it is what i like to reference when talking about this subject so if you did want to dig a little further that's where i would start all right guys so i appreciate everyone tuning in today this was a really hot topic like i said so glad i had a chance here to share my opinion on it and i appreciate everyone for tuning in Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please give it a thumbs up and share. 
If you want more information on how to transform your bench press, consider checking out the Better Benching Academy on BigBenches.com. This is the ultimate resource for building your bench. Head on over to BigBenches.com to see how you can get started today.